Last time on Chew on it. I would define wellness as a state of mind and the state of the body in being balanced. Hey, what's up? My name is Ding Shren. Hi, this is Angie. And welcome, welcome back to the Chew on it podcast. We are right smack right in the middle of our podcast. Uh, you know, we've done. F- this is like our fifth episode, right? And we've got uh, five more to go. So yeah, how far we've come. Great. This is a production by Brahm Centre, a charity in Singapore promoting happy and healthy living. Today, we're going to talk about social media. So it's my turn now to ask you, Ting Xuan, being a young person, yeah. what is your relationship with social media? Okay, um, I speak for many young people today, okay? Um, I'm very attached to my phone. Um, I am very attached to the apps on my phone, right? So, you know, I've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, TikTok. And if you were to look at the screen time on my phone, I'm just going to show you now. Oh my goodness, oh my. it's going to shock you. Why are you so stuck with this social media it's almost like a drug that you can't uh, let go of yeah it's like they have this druggy property you, you know uh, these social media apps i believe the developers you know when they de- uh, when they first designed uh these apps they have that in mind right and that's how they make money right yeah. they want to hook you onto it and for me personally it's that FOMO, that fear of missing out, you, you know, um, we, we want to keep up with what our friends are doing. We want to keep up with what the world is doing. We want to keep up with the latest trends. So it's something that, you know, if let's say I'm not on Instagram for a week, for example, like, I don't know the world around me. Mm. So what are you really fearful of in terms of missing out? What do you think you're missing out on? I feel like I'm missing out on, you know, what's going on around me, right? The world, um, you know, what, you know, what, what's been going on in my friends' lives. Because apart from social media, that's, I mean, social media is like one of the avenues, right? One of the avenues today that, you know, I get to know more about my friends. Because, you know, without social media, um, if I'm not seeing my friend in person, I don't really know what's going on in that person's life. Why is that important? I guess it's it's part of, you know, in the past when you didn't have Instagram, when you didn't have Facebook and all this, yeah. how do you keep up with your friends? I was focusing more on what I was going to do with my life and how I was going to spend my time and do the things I enjoy. I wasn't caught up with what my friends were doing, great, whatever they're doing, they're enjoying it. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more concerned about how I was going to spend my time on uh, things that, you know, it's going to be stimulating and it's going to be uh, uplifting and um, discovering new things that I can do. But did you not feel like, you know, you want to keep up with the trends, with the latest trends, you know, what's uh, what's new in fashion, what's, uh, what's trending in terms of food, you, you know, all the things that, you know, let's say my friends will be checking out the latest cafes and they'll recommend it. Yeah. Were, were you not as, you know, concerned about all these uh, when you were younger in the past? Remember, you said I'm unconventional and I guess I was <laughs> unconventional even then. And now, uh, uh, when I look at social media, it's mm. more for the purpose of how I can serve the community yeah. with the postings that I can put up there that's going to provoke people's uh, thinking, how they can look at things perhaps from a slightly different perspective yeah, and some of the um, uh, messages that could possibly uplift them. So I rarely scroll to see what everybody else is doing because uh, I just trust that 
they're enjoying their time. Yeah. Uh, some of them may be traveling. If I happen to see a photo, I say, oh, right, my friend is in New Zealand. Good for him. <laughs> but it doesn't make me feel like, hey, what about me? How mm. come I'm not in New Zealand and I'm still stuck in Singapore? Yeah. Um, so it's really important for us to be um, focusing on what is it that we are doing in terms of the way we're living our life, not worry about what other people are doing and how they're living their lives. Yeah, so that's actually one of the the, the problems that we're going to be talking about in this episode. That, um, that all these negative effects, right, that social media, um, you know, bring about, you know, on, on humans. And actually, when I was researching this topic, right, I thought to myself, what was one, or rather, what is, what are some consequences I see, right, that social media has led, uh, to especially my life, right? And I noticed something really. Funny, I'm not sure if it's something that, you, you know, you can relate to. But I notice, let's say I'm having my phone, right, with me. Let's say we're having lunch or something. And then I'll notice, I'll feel my phone vibrating. Mm-hmm. And then when I check my phone, right, it's not, there's no notifications. And I googled it. Uh, they say it's called phantom beeps. Which means, uh, it's like, I imagine that my phone is vibrating even though it isn't yeah, some people even imagined that there was a ping sound and mm, there wasn't mm. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yes. How I think, scary is it? Well, that is the the thing about the mind, right? The mm. mind imagines what it wants to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the question is, why are we so caught up uh, having to be in touch all the time with uh, the outer world? Mm. Um, and sometimes we actually lose touch with what's going on in our inner world. Yeah. And it is the inner world that actually defines our experience more mm. than the outer world. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So when I had COVID, uh, I was down for two weeks, which is why there's a delay to this uh, <laughs> um, next episode. And I just decided I was going to turn my mobile phone off yeah. completely to focus on my recovery by wow. resting my body and my mind. I mean, what does it matter who's doing what when, you know, what I needed was just to... Um, for your body to recover. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of still trying to connect with people and getting, you know, 20 questions which are saying, how are you doing? How are you feeling? It's like, <laughs> I'm just going to turn it off so everybody knows that, oh, she's not even online. Uh, she must be just resting. And that's yeah. exactly what I had to do when my body was not well. Now, we've called this episode Social Media, a drug or a trap. And I think it's so apt. Because, you know, social media can be as addictive as a drug. And just like drugs, you know, we can misuse it, right? To the point that it affects our state, it affects our well-being. Why then are we not as concerned about this issue of social media as compared to, you know, for example, banned drugs? Hmm. Well, I was uh, conducting a seminar for parents uh, just Yesterday, and I was sharing with the parents that, you know, when you give something to a child, Mm. for example, a new game or a new gadget or maybe medication, Mm. you would explain um, the... Uh, how it works, what are the things to be careful about, what are the um, boundaries to put Mm. around it. And that is something that our parents are not doing when we... Smartphones. Yeah, when smartphones are given to the children. And then later on, the parent starts to put boundaries (laughs) and then starts to put restriction and then it frustrates uh, the child. So really, what we need to do is to make sure... Uh, before we even give this smartphone to a child, 
uh, is for the child to have a clear understanding on what it's supposed to be for and what are the um, uh, pitfalls and what are things to watch out for and what are the uh, rules around it so that the child is guided. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think this would be great advice, right, for, you, you know, um, young people who are about to be parents, if you're, you know, or if you, you know, you have a young kid at home and you're thinking of, you know, giving them a smartphone. Great advice from Angie. But what about people like me or people like my peers, um, people in their 20s already who, you know, have been so attached to this smartphone for so long? Yeah. So how about uh, start off with doing a one-hour detox? Easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, but it's not impossible for mm. you to uh, decide that you're going to put aside the phone and focus on perhaps reading yeah. or um, playing a game or uh, doing a project and just not look at your phone mm. for one hour. And that might be a good start. And then you start to realize that, hey, actually, I could focus better by not being distracted by my phone. Mm. And uh, then you can extend that to an hour and a half and then to two hours. Okay. So, in fact, when we conduct a mindfulness course and there's a one-day retreat, yeah. um, the people all had to let go of their phones for uh, at least uh, six hours. And at the end of it, they're so astonished that they could do it. And then they found a new f- sense of freedom. Mm, mm. And they relish it. Of course. Yeah, yeah, because you're not you're not attached to something that you, you know you have to check constantly. Yeah. But okay, so this is on an individual level, right? Um, you know, what what we can do for ourselves, right? Setting boundaries, setting time limits. But what about on a bigger on a bigger scale, right? Why is why why are countries not as concerned about this issue of social media as compared to banned drugs? Well, at the end of the day, it doesn't make you dysfunctional. It distracts you. It does, though. If you look at it, you, you know, the, because social media can lead to problems like depression, suicide among really young children. Well, I'm not sure you can blame the social media. I think um, what we need to do is to focus mm. on what is the content. Okay. Yeah, because there are a lot of good content. Yeah, of course. Uh, the whole encyclopedia of the world is actually on uh, social media today. Mm. So the whole Wikipedia, for example. So we can't say we throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm. Mm. So we need to uh, be discerning as to what is it that we're reading or what are we browsing and how does our mind feel or how our body feels. So to really tune in, because if what we are seeing or reading or browsing is uh, uplifting, yeah. nourishing, then actually our body feels relaxed mm. or even energized. Very important. Yeah, but when you are reading something that it makes you feel sad or makes you feel um, even down, yeah. then the body's really telling you, stop. Yeah, and yeah. that's when you listen to your body, your body is actually communicating to you. Mm-hmm. And that's why all youths should listen to this podcast because youths, including me, we're, we're very, you know, whatever we see on online, right? We will, we're very influenced, right? We get, we, we buy into a lot of things very easily. So if we see, a, let's say, for example, radicalized content, we have to be able to discern that. Yeah, you probably feel uh, angered. Yeah. You feel a sense of resentment, uh, even to the point of uh, hatred. Yeah. Uh, and the anger comes up that your body is really feeling hot. Right. Your muscles are really tensing up. 
that is a warning to you like, hey, you know, do you want to carry on with this? Is it going to be good for your health? Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to say, I'm going to let it go because Mm. it is not helpful. Uh, It's not um, helping with my health. Okay. We know how drugs are addictive, right? Drugs are bad for you. They're illegal. Nicotine is also addictive, right? And it's also illegal and bad for... Well, it's not illegal, but there are, you know, age limits over uh, cigarettes and they're bad for you. But social media, they're addictive. The Well, you, you know, we can argue whether it's bad for you or not. But how do you think we can control that? So this is where awareness comes in. Yeah. When you have the awareness and you are um, sensitive to, wow, this thing is no longer good for me. In Mm. fact, it's making me feel um, dependent. It's making me feel withdrawn. Mm. Uh, That sensing, the ability to know, is what alerts you to time to let go. Mm. So even caffeine uh, can be addictive. Yeah, But when you drink to the extent that it makes you nervous Mm. or to the point that you, if you don't drink, you're going to feel a wreck, then you are addicted to the caffeine. Mm, And that's where awareness must come in. Yes, and the awareness is going to help you to switch out of the habit. And if you don't have the awareness, then you're sucked into it. Mm, And that's where it gets dangerous. It's like being uh, addicted to a person that is not good for you. (laughs) (laughs) So even though you're in a relationship, you're arguing, you're fighting, you're always uh, uh, causing each other to be upset, and still you are not willing to walk away from each other. Mm. That is also a form of addiction that's actually bad for you. Mm. Speaking about addiction, I was watching this really good Netflix film over the weekend. It's called um, The Social Dilemma, right? You can go and check it out on Netflix. And they talk about how social media is all a business model, right? Um, They're just trying to keep people as engaged on the screen for as long as possible, right? Literally addict you. How do we control then? So the way they have built it is that uh, they have this likes, right? Yeah. And then you can actually see how many people have read your article. Mm. And that is what uh, results in you going in to check to see whether, wow, you know, are you getting the likes? Yeah. Because it creates this dopamine effect like, Correct. hey, you know, people are actually uh, watching or listening to this podcast. Yeah. So it is um, a good indication as to what you're posting, whether it's relevant, mm. as opposed to getting addicted to the likes. Uh, rather right, than okay. you know, we're just targeting on how many likes uh, because we just feel so short uh, yeah. and then uh, it feeds the ego mm, mm. then we are no longer doing something to serve others we're doing something to serve the ego right so the social ah. media is designed to serve your ego okay so if you're not aware of that then you get sucked into it because that's how the dopamine effect works to make you feel shock Wow, that's a discovery for me. So it's not. So so if we change our perspective, instead of focusing on the ego, we focus on serving others um, based on, or, or rather by the content that we're putting out. Then the whole, the whole um, attachment that we have with social media, that will change as well? Yeah, because your perspective changes, your relationship changes. Hmm... Yeah, it's like when you hang out with someone, uh, is your perspective, oh, uh, I want to get this person because he's good for me. Rather than, hey, I'm going to hang out with this person because I think we make a good couple and uh, this partnership is actually um, invigorating for both of us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, instead of it's just 
about me, serving <laughs> my interests. Yeah. Mm, mm. And speaking about dopamine, right, you were talking about earlier, when we're stressed, we turn to something for dopamine, right, uh, to get that high, right, whether it's, for some people, it's cigarettes, for some people, it's alcohol, um, even drugs for, for some youths. Um, the, the rest of us, we turn to social media, right, and instead of turning to a person now, we turn to our phones, Mm. And it's dangerous because legally there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. As compared to drugs or cigarettes or, or alcohol or whatever. And I've been researching and some of the news articles that came came about was that our suicide rates for teens aged 10 to 19 is actually rising year on year. Do you think there's, there's a correlation? I can't say that there's a direct correlation, but... There are times when you're looking at a social media postings and you feel that that is something that could be you and then you aspire. Well, it'd be great if that is um, causing you to be inspired and that you want to work towards it. But if it brings up the um, emotion of jealousy or the emotion of, you know, I'm just not good enough. Mm. Uh, I can never Mm. be like that. Uh, Then it brings about an emotion that's very negative. Yeah. But having said that, it also depends on the environment that you're growing up in. If you have family members who are your cheerleaders and very encouraging to whatever you want to try out, um, that actually changes the entire dimension. Right, okay. Then you're not going mm. to social media to seek validation. Mm. Right, you're going to social media just to be keeping in touch with what's going on, to feel inspired by certain people, and that's great. So, what's really important is that we have an environment that we grow up in yeah. uh, that is uh, positive, that is uh, helping us to, yeah, feel nurtured and supported. Now, um, closer to home, um, this. I'm sure many of our young listeners tuning in will know of this man, uh, YouTuber, former radio DJ, Dikosh. Right. Um. Very recently, you know, he got charged and uh, he pleaded guilty. Right. To, uh, you know, uh, a couple of sexual offenses right, involving two teenage uh, underaged boys. And I think what social media has um sort of empowered uh him to do is that it, uh, it's allowed him to use his status right as a celebrity and his fame to exploit young men. How then can we? prevent such things from happening, right? How can we prevent people like him from, you know, taking advantage of uh, younger people on social media? Well, first of all, um, people preying on um, unsuspecting young people or older people, Mm. it's not new to what goes on in the society. Yeah. The difference here is that because this individual is a homosexual, and is preying on young boys. Mm. Usually, we would be warning young girls Mm. um, to be careful not to be preyed on by men. Uh, But do we talk about it to boys, not to fall prey to uh, people and wanting to take advantage of them? Okay, I've never, never, you know, been taught that lah. Exactly. Right, in school and all that, yeah. Yeah, because uh, we have not um, legalized homosexuality in its true sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, parents are in denial that their children could be um, homosexual, bisexual, mm-hmm. and pretending that this is not going to be happening to their own children um, doesn't help them to uh, 
warn their kids of what kind of predators could be out there and what are the uh, traps that they could be falling into. Okay. So without these uh, pre-warnings, um, then th- these young people could be very susceptible uh, to become victimized because uh, they are also trying to discover their sexuality. Yeah. And then they find that, oh, there's someone who is interested in them uh, and they can't see the danger signs. Um, so they end up being entrapped. In this case, it's a celebrity and he's he's very, very well known. He has m- thousands and thousands of followers on social media. And for many young people, including myself, we would think that someone like that would be able to be trusted. Right, given exactly. his profile, given his image. So you remember this guy called Bill Cosby? Mm-hmm. He was like the father of America. Yeah, and yeah. he used his uh, fame to exploit so many young women because mm-hmm. they trusted him. He had such a uh, pure image on screen. They never expected to be uh, drugged or to be taken advantage of or to be touched inappropriately yeah. when they meet him. So it really goes to show how social media, you don't really know the the person right you, you don't it's it's just a facade yeah it's like a famous person you don't really know the person except what is being projected by the media so yeah. there's no difference and uh, now we are in the situation where um, people become impressed uh, they become uh, carried away by somebody's fame yeah and I think that's what happened in this case whereby some of the victims they were very you know they knew who he was and they didn't dare to mess with him. Exactly. So this happens even in organizations, mm. right? Big bosses uh, could be taken advantage of their young recruits. Mm. I mean, this is something that had been happening. And the Me Too movement yeah. uh, had helped to flush some of these out and also kind of warn uh, some of these uh, people in uh, places of authority to not try it anymore yeah. because... Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not as safe for them anymore to be exploiting. Yeah, and um, get away with victims. it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Then for us young people, what can we do about all this uh, going on? So talk to your friends about it. Mm. Make it known what's going on so that you can do fact check. Yeah. And if there is something in you that feels uncomfortable, that is already uh, a, a warning. Flag, yeah. 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 It's because sometimes the body actually feels um, like, you know, something is not right. Or suddenly you have doubts in your mind. These are your inner conscience uh, that is actually warning you. So trust your gut more than your brain. Exactly. <laughs> because your mind can always uh, justify something or rationalize something. Yeah. But your gut kind of like gives you um, a warning that's very instinctive. Mm. Okay, before we go, we like to do this at the end of every show. We wrap up our episode topic, uh, or rather we wrap up our episode by poking fun at our episode topic. Um, and since today, you know, we're talking about uh, social media, technology. Let's try this, Angie. Um, firstly, do you drive a Korean car? No, I don't drive a Korean car. Okay, never mind. Um, but I'm going to ask you anyway. What happens when you crash your new Kia? If I have a new Kia? Yeah. I have no clue. You end up with Nokia. Oh my gosh, that's so lame. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Of course, Chew on It is a production by Brum Sensor Singapore. Uh, don't forget to follow them on their socials at Brum Sensor Singapore on Facebook and at Brum Sensor SG on Instagram. Next week, we talk all about stress and anxiety, um, you know, how COVID has worsened our mental health. 
and how maybe right um stress will not actually harm your body right join us next week